0: It's Riley in here with John Webb. You ready for this break, John? I'm real ready. What about you? I'm more than ready. But uh, before we go on break, we're here today to talk to you guys about some sports. We're going to start with a fall sports recap. As volleyball, softball, cross country, and cheer have all come to an end, and our football team is trying to get deeper and deeper into the playoffs. But we're going to start it with volleyball, as we just lost in the second round to veterans 3-0.
1: I mean, pretty good performance out of volleyball. Decent regular season, and, I mean, making it to the second round of the playoffs is nothing to be ashamed of. Did pretty well, only losing, I, I believe it's four seniors. So, I mean, we'll be able to hopefully put together a pretty good run next year as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Pretty young team. If you're looking for more information, our uh, sports editor, Morgan Evans, interviewed Coach Ellison after the season. You can watch the coach's corner at
1: prowlernews.org And hopping over to softball, finished fourth in state. <laughs> That's a huge accomplishment for Mm -hmm. those girls. Uh, We got we got one of the the, really the toughest draw you could. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buford took us down. They ended up going on to win the championship, but there is some icing on the cake. We did manage to knock Whitewater out uh, for this, and we beat them for the second time in six tries. So they, I mean, you got to be happy we were able to take
0: down our old rivals. Mm -hmm. Going into that game, you know, kind of thought they had our number. Then you play in what really matters when we both lost in that double elimination, and we got to kick them out of the playoffs.
1: And the all region team was announced, and Shelby Daniel was actually named region player of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean that's a huge honor, especially she, for a senior. She's gotta mm-hmm. she's got love going out on top like that. Yeah,
0: she didn't have the best regular season, but uh, wasn't awful. But she just took off in the playoffs. I know the game. A game I went to against veterans, she had a couple home runs. She just really showed what she could do in the playoffs and was rewarded with region
1: player of the year. Hopping over to cross country, we've got the boys and girls both finished second in state. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, really impressive finishes. So close to pulling off the state championships. But we have our top three finishers for boys and girls were all not seniors. So next year we should hopefully be able to do something along the lines that we have this year okay. nick Nyman led the boys second overall i know you see these girls
0: mm-hmm. freshman megan dobso third overall uh yeah and her and junior uh mary valley had been kind of going back and forth leading the team and mary valley got 11th overall but you know like we said with you know, volleyball,
1: softball, you, you didn't win it all, but you can't be ashamed of a season like that. Absolutely. I mean, they did a great job. I know those guys, they're working hard out there. And, I mean, you got to be proud of what they've done.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on into cheer, kind of a funny, sad story. As we were able to win the region, but then we finished second in state behind of all of our region opponents, McIntosh.
1: Yeah, so I wrote a story uh kind of recapping the the region uh tournament or I guess it would be competition for cheer. Mm-hmm. And we we were able to come out on top there. The girls were feeling confident looking forward to state coming off of a of a I believe it was 4 and 2 regular season if you want to put cheer into a record. We we won four competitions, did not win two. And those two that we did not win were the two right before the region uh championship. So it was nice to pull off a win and beat all the teams in our region and get some confidence but going into the state, I mean it's a vo- it's a cheerleading term. The girls say they hit, which means they've done really well, mm-hmm. almost as good as they can do in their uh, performance, but it wasn't enough to beat of all people Mcintosh, the mm-hmm. team we were able to take down in the regions, which is just kind of I mean it's disappointing, but we yet again as the trend continues we have a pretty young group of girls mm-hmm. so next year i know they're going to be fired up hoping to uh kind of avenge that loss
0: and as you said you did that story on it. you guys can read that at theprowlernews.org but uh let's stop talking about all the ends of these seasons because our panthers that are on the football field are still going and uh they actually won the region like cheer did but we won it on a tie break and uh Interesting end of the season as we were tied with Griffin and Whitewater. They kind of looked at a bunch of different factors I think there was it was added up to points and uh, We came out on top.
1: Yeah, we, we narrowly squeaked by if we would have been able to be a whitewater It would have been an easy win for us in the region mm-hmm. But would have been a tiebreaker we, we took it over we got the win anyways So I mean going out region champs definitely something to be proud of haven't done it since I believe 2010 and that uh, state runner-up team. So, I mean, mm-hmm. definitely an impressive feat. Hopefully we can keep that uh, success going tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. And one thing that we kept talking about at the beginning of the year is, you know, our record doesn't look that good. We're playing these good teams. And so when you look at Griffin and Whitewater, their records were better than ours. But when you are in that tiebreaker situation, you one of the things you have to look at is strength of schedule. And I think Coach Phillips for us this year was really smart in scheduling those teams because the fact that we competed with them you know, helped us edge out
1: and win the region. Absolutely. I mean, those (laughs) difficult games are really just really important for Mm -hmm. – especially how we've started to play as the season progressed. I mean, those – that experience those guys gained in those difficult games. I mean, those other teams, Griffin and Whitewater especially, they didn't didn't get that type of competition. Mm -mm. They didn't – so, I mean, it it did – it really did pay off. You look at
0: those schedules, Whitewater and Griffin were busy – beating up on teams while we were actually... We weren't getting beat up by the other teams. We were competing. And uh, actually, before this game against Kel coming up, we sat down with junior running back Nick Brown, who's caught fire recently at the end of the season. I think his ankle was bothering at the beginning of the year. He finally got past it and really took off. So uh, we're going to switch you guys over to our interview with Nick Brown. Okay, so uh, me and John are here with junior running back Nick Brown. We're going to talk about you know winning the region playoffs so far and moving forward so uh just to start can you just give us some of your thoughts on winning the region you know especially with how crazy it was coming down to with the three-way tie
2: I mean it's been a big accomplishment hearing coaches always talk about the 2010 team now you can talk about 2016 it's been six years since we win won the region so now that we finally got that accomplished time for a state championship and you
1: cut it pretty close on the region win with the the tiebreaker, basically. I mean, three teams had the same record in the region. We came out with points scored, so how do you think our high-scoring offense kind <clears> of <throat> played a role in that?
2: We played a huge role. I mean, every time we step on the field, our mentality is just to score, score, put on, keep on uh, putting points up, and just, just hopefully the defense will make a stop for us.
0: So with that mentality, how nice is it to have so many different guys who can score on any play?
2: It feels great, because like, when a the defense, they can... Always key on one back. You got another one to come in, and then, especially if you heard, you got freshman Kaelin come in and then just just blow the defense away as well. Yeah, I mean, we're really
1: four or five deep at running back. I mean, how many do we have on the field at a time? Three or four? Yeah, three. And, you know, Joey's always the threat for a huge run. Yeah. He's, coaches really talked about his decision making and how it's gotten better.
2: Oh, yeah. He doesn't mature it over the year.
1: And we have a, let's see, Proant and Gilly, yourself, uh, Kalen, Joey, Shriver. I mean, all these guys are just weapons on the offensive end of the ball.
0: We can always extend the field with Rue
1: Absolutely, it's always a deep threat. And the the big thing there is, I mean, you look at how we play. Everyone's expecting a run. They stack the box. You can spread the field out. Uh, We haven't really, I don't think we've done it enough this year. If we could hit a couple more long passes, especially in these playoff games, I mean, think about how much... How much room for a running back, from your eyes, would you get, you think, if we were able to extend the field with a little bit of throwing?
2: It would definitely be, I mean, less pressure on the backs because when they stack the box, I mean, it's nothing you can really do. You just fight for the yards. But, I mean, once you got that throwing threat, it's able to relieve the pressure and able to just, you know, be yourself and just do what you got to do to help the team.
0: When I was covering the games earlier in the year, I would talk to Coach and, you know, sometimes – and yourself about the offensive line you know it's a different offensive line from last year they didn't have everything together they really progressed throughout the year can you talk to me about you know how they've gotten
2: better i think this year compared to the last last year offensive line the offense is insane everybody's focused versus <laughs> last year trying to practice this new offense in but now we, everybody got a better understand understanding so you got two years of it you're ready to rock and roll now
1: and we have so many weapons at running back i mean yourself and Cole, there's really no letdown on the, on the talent side of the ball. You're going to give it to three or four players who are going to be able to produce almost the same. So, I mean, with Cole really dominating this year and yourself doing so well as well, I mean, how does it open
2: up the door for those other guys to really get their share? I mean, every game is, is going to be a different back game. One, one day it might be my game, one day it might be Cole, one day it might be pro, and then sometimes even Caleb jump in. So, I mean, we all unselfish. We all we just do the best what we can. Mm-hmm. And
1: looking at the stats, I believe Cole's 140 around there. 143 from the record, and he's already tied touchdowns. So, I mean, how does that dominant performance really help the team? Obviously, it gives us yards and points, but as far as motivation and mindset, how does that help?
2: I mean, that just shows, you know, what type of what type of player he is, you know, and then also what the line is able to do on the front line. I mean, we all three of us, we can't get the yards we can without the front line. Can you talk to me about kind of like how it is, because
0: Coach preaches like how unselfish you guys are. He said this is the most unselfish unit he's ever had. Can you just talk to me
2: about how that works? I think, it honestly, it's just the chemistry we got, It's just us being friends for so long, we just... Mm-hmm. We don't really care. We block for each other. We do anything for each other. We just got each other's backs.
0: Mm-hmm. Coach is always talking about, you know, Kalen scores. Nick is the first one to go celebrate with him. I've, I think I, had a, I used a picture in my last story that was you blocking for someone else. So he just likes that you guys all work together. But uh, let's talk about veterans because that was a closed game, it seemed, for half. What kind of changed in that second half where you guys just took off?
2: I mean, we're a second-half team. That's some, you can see that through the whole year. I mean, first half we played like crap. I mean, it took us took us some time to realize we can actually play with this team and his playoff time is either win or go home, we just got to go out there and execute.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, you guys gave up that big run
0: early, but then you know you say you guys haven't started the best, but Cole responded with his own big run. How big
2: is it? Whenever you guys can answer that, answer a big run with a big run. Just, just great. I mean, everything seemed like it's going down, but then one big play just out of nowhere just sparks the whole momentum and it gets everybody fired up, defense-wide, offense-wide, even special teams.
0: Coach has talked about whenever you guys won the coin toss, you like to receive to get, you know, the ball first, you know, go down and score. It didn't happen with veterans, but throughout the end of the year, every time you guys kept getting the ball first and going right down and scoring, what does that do for you at the beginning of a game?
2: I feel like when we get the ball first, it's our time for our offense to make a statement. Make a statement that it's unstoppable. You're not going to beat us with your defense. Defense can't stop three backs.
0: Um, speaking of defense, can you talk to me, Ryan, late in the year, has been getting you know, interception after interception, especially in the game against veterans, the secondary was playing crazy. Can you talk to me about the secondary?
2: Secondary, uh, week after week, they're getting better and better. You know, Cooper and Smitty, they've been working real good with them, and then they're starting to get everything everything's just floating perfectly.
1: And we have a sophomore kicker, of all things, to talk about, special teams. Yeah, he's been pretty much a stud. What What is it like to have a player who, really, in high school, you're not used to going up against a team with a kicker who can really put the ball in. What's it like to have a player on your team who can Weapon. help you out even when you can't punch
2: it into the end zone? It's unbelievable. I mean, you see him walk out on the field and you see his size. he's like he's barely going anywhere. <laughs> so he lines up and gets ready to boot, he goes right out the end zone. Yep. Yeah, so it's real great.
0: I recorded a video of him kicking a 45-yard field goal. He
1: had it, but it would have gone from 60. It's crazy. And you, I mean, you you can't help but think he's just going to continue to get better too. Yeah, only a sophomore. And going on to our uh, future matchups, if we win, we're looking at Grady or Woodland. What are your thoughts on those opponents?
2: I think we can, you know, we can compete. That's the main thing. We just got to go out there and compete. I'm, I'm not worried about the records and the, you know, the standing, the ranks. That doesn't mean nothing to me. I mean, you see two, three, and four in college football was lost. So, I mean, mm-hmm. rankings doesn't mean nothing to me. You just got to go out there and play.
0: Okay. Let's take a step back to who we are playing this week in Kel. You mentioned that they have some linebackers going to Tennessee, I believe. So can you just talk about your mindset going up against that kind of matchup?
2: Playing big teams like with big commits like that, that just motivate me. Me wanting to play college ball going go and get a Tennessee uh, Tennessee commit, you know, that just makes me want to just try to do the best I can and and show coaches I'm able to handle, handle any type of linebacker that's out there or any athlete.
0: Make a statement. you know, maybe if you can run all over Tennessee linebackers, why don't you go to Tennessee yourself? Yeah <laughs> definitely. So uh yeah, I think one thing that I kind of like is, you know, you guys have that mentality one week at a time, but one question I was asking Cole and Joey is how far, if you guys play, like you've talked me about playing Stars Mill football, how far do you think you guys can go if you play Stars Mill football?
2: To our full potential. Mm -hmm. Full potential, I think we can go all the way, honestly. I mean, everybody's just got to just buy in. That's the main thing. I mean, win this week, win this week, we're going to play the week of Thanksgiving, win the next, and then we're on the semi, we can play like a powerhouse, but... Just that powerhouse name doesn't matter. You just got to go out there and play ball, and then hopefully we can make a trophy back home. I
0: remember I was talking to Coach
2: at uh, the beginning of the year because we
0: didn't have the best start. We were playing some really good teams. The only thing he said is this is going to help us later in the year. Do you think
2: it has helped you now
0: that you're in the playoffs?
2: Oh, definitely. I mean, playing starting off with Newton and just period, Just Newton has always been great. And so playing a team like that that's faster and stronger than us, that just got us even better and stronger and prepared. So now it's playoff time. We're able to – look back at those experiences and work with them.
0: And it's not like you guys went down and just got pounded by Noonan, pounded by Northgate, pounded by Sandy Creek. You competed and you showed, you know, hey, these guys aren't that much better. So what does that do for the team's mentality?
2: I mean, that just showed what type of team we're, able, we're capable of being. I mean, people saw us, you know, losing the, cup, losing the seniors last year. They was like, oh, they're not going to be that great. So us, those, those first, like, four games, those big tests for us. And, I mean,
1: playing well against those those big teams, like you said, it gives you a lot of confidence, shows us at least sparks of what we could be. And another thing you've got to be excited about is we have, I mean – the majority of our team's not a senior, you know? So, I mean, how do you think our team's going to grow? I mean, I would say most of us are juniors. But how do you how do you think we'll be able to do next year? I don't mean to get ahead because, obviously, we want to focus on the Kel That's
0: a huge senior class.
2: But we do have a, a real potential for next year as well. Just Honestly, I think we can just have the same success. We're just going to have to have a couple players on the line to step up. You know, we're losing three big linemen, Well, four, actually. We'll lose four, so. Just have people step up and get ready.
0: But then, you know, you also got Kalen. It's another <laughs> year, and, I mean, it's averaging 10 yards a carry now. Who knows what it'll be next year.
2: Oh, yeah, that's my that's my little brother, so hopefully he come out there and uh, have more to show.
0: Anything else? I don't have anything. Anything else to say?
2: I'm good. Stars mill, let's go.
0: <laughs> okay. Thanks for talking with us, Nick. Okay, we're going to cut it back to the podcast now. Okay, we're back. And uh, as y'all just heard that interview with Nick Brown, you kind of got the player's mindset going into a tough matchup like Kel. But, uh, you know, they're going to need all the help they can get because Kel is very good. So make sure you guys come out and support your Panthers at tonight's game against Kel. It should be a good, good matchup. And uh, Panthers beat Veterans first round 38-17. We're looking pretty good. Hopefully we can get Kel tonight and keep going deeper, deeper into that playoffs. And, you know, as we... We're one seed, so home field advantage is a possibility every week. But uh, that's all we got for fall sports so far. We're going to move up and move on to uh, talking about some winter sports. As you know, we're halfway through November. Some of these sports are starting up or have already started. Uh, These include wrestling, swimming, and basketball. And uh, swimming, boys won their first two meets. Girls play second and first. Not bad.
1: What do you expect? Stars mill swimming. (laughs) What is it, 16? in a row 16, 16 championships 17, 17, in a row it's crazy so I mean you definitely of course you got to be excited for there another you. season another dominant performance hopefully we can take home that win again and I mean with talent like we have I mean we got Donna Blom going to Georgia this I guess this spring so it's kind of a big deal that's just a little <laughs> bit impressive so uh, yeah hopefully uh, we'll be able to take control again
0: mm-hmm. we had a staff writer jenna sanders she did the coach's corner with uh coach huggins that y'all can uh go listen to that on our website if you want some more information about swim but obviously boys with two first place girls got a second and a first place good start to the season but stars mill swim you know i just toot our own horn but pretty good there yeah absolutely. so uh girls basketball <laughs> girls basketball uh They didn't have a good start to the year, as good as swimming did. We lost our first game to New Manchester, 53-24. And uh, not the best way to start the year, but, you know, you can't base the whole season off of one game. As we saw with football, didn't start
1: very well, won our region. Absolutely. I mean, you can can really just hope those girls are going to learn from it, take from it. (coughs) Yet again, I hate saying it, we say it so much, but pretty decently young team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I mean, we got... We got some hope there. Hopefully that once they get a little experience playing together yeah. cuz that's huge in basketball. Yeah, chemistry. chemistry is everything. So mm-hmm. if if those girls can link up, get it right, they they really should be able to at least do a pretty pretty good job in this region.
0: Yeah. And uh for the boys, uh they haven't played a regular season game yet. I think they scrimmaged, but uh we're starting the year with a holiday tournament this weekend and uh Actually, Coach Hutchins has scheduled a couple tournaments for them. Just, he said, I was talking to him, he was talking about just getting some better competition. You know, it's a good learning experience for them. But uh, yeah, they start this weekend with a holiday
1: tournament. And big tournament for those guys. They're, they're going to look to really kind of figure it all out this, this, uh, this <laughs> break before they hop into the regular season. I mean, talking to a lot of those players, they're excited. They think mm. they're going to be able to do well. Basketball was our one sport last year. We didn't make it to the playoffs. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. The only two teams. So I know those guys are pumped up, ready to go, and hopefully they can figure it all out before this uh, regular season starts.
0: Yeah, I talked to Coach Hutchins, and, you know, I just talked to him about some key players. He brought up Drew Hudson and Zach Pina, and I believe they're both juniors. And it just seemed like, once again, we didn't have too many seniors, you know. So it seems like there's a good future for stars sports, but... He said that, you know, they're ready. They're ready for this year and they think I think I'm pretty sure Coach Hutchins is very confident in making the postseason.
1: Absolutely. I mean there's if my numbers are right, there's three seniors on that team and the majority are juniors. So after uh, after this year, I hate to already hop forward to the next year, but mm-hmm. definitely something to be excited about next year as well. But keeping it on this year, we do have some slight injuries on the team right now that we should be not concerned about, but aware of. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Zach Pina, star of the team last year, he had uh, knee surgery over the summer, but he he's right on the brink of being full full charge. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, he's got. I, I believe he's gonna play in this tournament. This uh this upcoming week. Be limited minutes. Probably probably limited minutes. Not for sure yet and uh also Nate Allison freshman phenom last year i believe named region freshman player of the year if i'm not mistaken he uh i'm not sure exactly what he did but injured his foot or leg somehow yeah, so I, I saw
0: him in a boot um, i do
1: not know if he'll be playing i i i doubt it
0: I, is he still on crutches i know he's i don't think he's on crutches ago.
1: anymore but he'll definitely he'll be he'll be making it back for the majority of the mm-hmm. season, which is something to be excited about.
0: Especially, he's only a sophomore.
1: Absolutely. So maybe he's, this year's a little injury plague, and you know, again, we're jumping to the future. We like our young teams. <laughs> Absolutely. Stars Mill is definitely not lacking in the, in the youth. But, I mean, those guys, a couple key players to you keep your eye on. Hopefully they can heal up as quick as possible and get on the court and do well. But, I mean, yet again, those guys, this team's – you can take it from me. There's something to be excited about.
0: Yeah, and you know, boys and girls basketball—the only two teams that didn't make the state playoffs last year—I'm pretty sure they were both one win away. And of course, we had Macintosh as our last game of the year with uh, state or trip to the state playoffs on the line. Not the best draw, but uh, coach is definitely excited about these teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, it hurts to go out to Macintosh, regardless of who you're going yeah. up against, but. <laughs> I mean at, at the team Mcintosh had last year you mm-hmm. can't even really be disappointed. I mean no. three three or four college players, D1 players. I mean mm-hmm. you know we we were a young team. What are you going to expect? But that was crazy talent on that team. Absolutely. But I know I know playing those teams definitely helped these guys and mm-hmm. we're looking pretty confident going into this year.
0: Yeah, definitely. But uh I think that's all we have today. Remember to come out and support your Panthers playing Kel tonight. Second round of the football playoffs.
1: Big game, big night. Mhm.
0: Cal Longhorn's coming into Panther Stadium. Need a, a big win to keep advancing. But uh, that's all we got for today. And uh, thank you for listening to The Pit, and we'll see you next time.